0: Welcome to Word Mission Church International podcast. Now the word with Paul Mensa Wood. Amen. All right, now this morning we are talking about how to thrive in an economic crisis. Now um, we live in a time that there there is—I mean, you may go to the store one day; the next day you go, the same item that you buy, the price is different. You go to the gas pump the price that you use to pay for gas is different what is going how what what needs to happen how are you going to be able to thrive in these days and in these times and you see uh, the truth of the matter is i mean it's not only the dollar losing value money uh, across the nations of the world is not the same again so this morning the bible says that you see you can you can learn something in second chronicles chapter 26 verse five, Second chronicles chapter 26 verse 5 thank you lord the bible says that talking about uzziah he says he sought god in the days of zechariah who had understanding in the visions of god and as long as he sought the lord god made him prosper so he did not have a personal revelation of his own but he went uh, understanding of Zachariah. And as long as he saw the Lord, God made him to prosper. And this morning, God has laid it on my heart to share with you the understanding that I have that has caused me to be able to make it in these days and times and walk in God's abundance and prosperity. As long as Zachariah had understanding and Uzziah tagged onto it. So you can tack unto it this morning in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus told Peter that when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. When you are converted, strengthen your brethren. And you see, uh, economic crisis, farming is not new. That is the first point. Turn with me. Let's look at something. In the days of Abraham, there was farming. Genesis chapter 12, verse 10. Genesis chapter 12, verse 10. He says now there was a famine in the land and abraham went down to egypt to dwell there for the famine was severe in the land farming is shortage the farming was severe in the land this farming was severe in the land and then in genesis chapter 13 verse 2 in the midst of the farming the bible says abraham was very rich in livestock in silver and in gold In the midst of the farming, he was still thriving. He was still making it. In the time of Isaac, another situation similarly happened. Genesis chapter 26, verse 12. Genesis chapter 26, verse 12. The Bible says, Then Isaac, the Bible says, verse 1 says then isaac sold in that land but in verse 1 genesis 26 verse 1 he says there was a farming in the land besides the first farming that was in the days of abraham so abraham goes goes away isaac comes along and in his days also there was farming and the Bible says in verse 12 in the midst of the famine that Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a an hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of heads and a great number of servants So the Philistines envied him. So in the same year in the same time that there was a famine, Isaac was still thriving and prospering in the midst of that famine. The Bible says that in Abraham's day, it was very severe. So you see, uh, famine is, is a companion, uh, so to speak, of the covenant. When, it, when the famine hits, that is when the people of God thrive if you know exactly what to do. And this morning, you will discover what to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm the bible says in genesis 47 thank you lord genesis chapter 47 verse 15 he says thank you lord again there was a, there was a farming going on in that time the bible said the farming was so grievous he says in genesis 47 verse 15 he says so when the money failed in the land of egypt and in the land of canaan All the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, give us bread, for why should we die in your presence? For the money has failed. Notice that phrase, the money failed. Money has become useless. It's of no value. It doesn't hold the same value again. They came to Joseph and said, give us bread. Then Joseph said, give us, give your livestock and I will give you bread for your livestock if the money is gone. So they brought their livestock to Joseph and Joseph gave them bread in exchange for the horses, the flocks, the cattle of the heads and for the donkeys that he, that he fed them with bread in exchange for all their livestock that year. Then when, when that year had ended, they came to him that next year. The next year and said to him, we will not hide from my Lord that our money is gone. My Lord also has our lights of livestock. There is nothing left in the sight of my, of my Lord, but our bodies and our land. Why should we die before your eyes, both we and our land? Buy us and our land for bread. And we and our land will be servants for Pharaoh. Give us seed that we may live and not die that the land may not be desolate. They first they brought the when the money failed he gave them bread in exchange then they brought their livestock then when they when after the livestock they came and they said look our money is gone the lord also has our livestock there is nothing left uh, but our bodies and our lands now just buy us just buy us and our land <laughs> just buy us Wh- whatever price you want to pay for us just buy us <laughs> And our lands, that is how grievous the farming had become. So, economic crisis and farming is not new in the midst of all that is going on. The Bible says, in verse 27, He says, So Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt, in the country of Goshen, they had possessions there and grew and multiplied exceedingly. In the midst of the crisis if you are dwelling in goshen if you are a child of god you will not feel it if you know exactly what to do it's not new these cycles come and go but in the mighty name of the lord jesus i see you thriving in this season in jesus mighty name if you believe that say amen so, a famine is a companion of the covenant. Notice this. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes, stand your Bibles with me. Let's learn something to this one. In Ecclesiastes chapter 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 9. He says, That which has been is what will be. That which is done is what will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun. No, it's not new. What has been is what will come again. There is nothing new under the sun. This is no news. If you know what to do. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's look at another instance. In 2 Kings chapter 6. 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 24. 2 Kings 24. The Bible says, And it happened after this, That ben king of Syria, Gathered all his army, And went up and besieged Samaria. And there was a great famine in Samaria, and indeed, they besieged it until a donkey's head was sold for eight, 80 shekels of silver, and one-fourth of a cup of dove droppings for five shekels of silver. This thing got so bad, they are su- selling a donkey's head for 80 shekels of silver. Remember, they sold Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. So, even a donkey's head costs much more than how much more they sold Jesus. (laughs) That is how serious this thing is. And they are seeing a cup of dove's droppings for five circles of silver. It is so bad that dove's droppings, feces have now, I mean, protein is scarce. That has now become protein, and people are paying money for it. Think about it. It was so grievous. Now those droppings has nutrition in it, and people are feeding on it. <laughs> and they were boiling their children. Then as the king of Israel was passing by on the wall, verse 26, a woman cried out to him, saying, Help my lord, O king. And he said, If the lord does not help you, where can I have find help for you, from the threshing floor or from the wine press? Then the king said to her, What is troubling you? And she said, This woman said to, said to me, Give your son that we may eat him today, and, to, and we will eat my son tomorrow. So we bought my son and ate him and I said to her on the next day, give your son that we may eat. But she said, no way, we are not eating my son today or tomorrow. (laughs) But the king said, if God doesn't help us in this situation, I cannot help you if God doesn't help you in this circumstance I cannot help you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that is why in these days and times we must look to the Lord if God does not help if the help does not come from you and if from God and if you are looking to man and looking to other system you may be disappointed but in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus oh I know a God and there is a way out somebody said there is a way out thank you Lord Jesus I set a time I'm trying to paint a biblical picture to help us believe for to help you believe in your future and to help you believe and to know that if you have a God, there is a future for you it doesn't matter your profession if God doesn't help if it without God uh, th- th- there is no future But when you have God on your side, God knew that a time will come where money will fail so he put in the covenant and he said my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus Philippians 419 not according to the prevailing circumstance on the earth according to my riches in glory where there cannot be any meltdown where there cannot be any crisis he's placed that in the covenant for you and I so, when money fails, God's system doesn't fail. It is where it cannot be melted, where can, there can be no meltdown, where there can be no recession. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What a good God that we serve. But you see, there is a wisdom solution to every crisis. And what did this? What did this, this? What did these patriarchs know to be able to connect with the blessing of God, and to be able to thrive? The Bible says, "Look at this." The profile of this person in Psalm one hundred and twelve. Psalm one hundred and twelve. He says praise the lord blessed is the man who fears the lord who delights greatly in his commandments his descendants will be mighty on earth the generation of the upright will be blessed wealth and riches will be in his house and his righteousness endures forever unto the upright, notice this oh i like this there arises light in the darkness he is gracious and full of compassion and righteous A good man deals generously and lends. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he will never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He will not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. The man who reverences the Lord, who fears the lord his descendants will be mighty on the earth the generation of the upright will be blessed wealth and riches will be in his house and his righteousness will still be intact but notice he says this good person deals generously and lends Light arises in the darkness on his behalf. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, no matter how dark it gets in the world, I see that the light of God will arise on your behalf. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. What did these patriarchs know? We know for a fact that, for instance, when God told them that, look, there is something coming up. Let me show you how to function and how to operate. One of the things that these people did, and we see that in the life of, 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 of Abraham and in the life of Isaac, one of the things that these people did that was, was that they operated by the, by the covenant of tithing. In Genesis chapter 14, notice, notice, notice Abraham practicing that. Thank you, Lord. Genesis chapter 14, he says speaking about abraham he said to him verse 18 genesis genesis 14 18 says then Melchizedek the king of salem brought out bread and wine he was the priest of god most high and he blessed him and said blessed be abraham of god most high possessor of heaven and earth and he and blessed be God most high who has delivered your enemies into your hand, and he gave him a tide of all. He gave him a tide of all. He went to battle, and when he came back from the battle and met Melchizedek, he gave him a tent or a tide of all. And later on, notice what the Bible says, he says in verse 22 verse 21 it says now the king of sodom said to abraham give me the persons and take the goods for yourself but abraham said to the king of sodom i have raised my hand to the lord god most High, possessor of heaven and earth that i would take nothing from a thread to a sandal strap and that i will not take anything that is yours lest you should say i have made abraham rich Except only what the young men have eaten, and the portions of the men who went with me, Anna Escol and Memorald, let them take their portion. In other words, God is my source. And I, I mean, you are not going to be the one to say that you have made Abraham rich. In the midst of difficulty, no matter what the situation is, he understood this tiding covenant. Same for Isaac, we just saw in Genesis chapter 26, verse 12. He said, In the midst of the famine, when it did not seem like the right thing to do, he still sowed his seed. And that same year, when no one was harvesting, when no one was reaping, he reaped a mighty harvest. You see, when it comes to tithing and giving to God, always start. From where you are. One time, God told, God told Abraham in Genesis chapter, chapter 13 verse 14, he says, he says, right from where you are. Right from where you are. He, lived, he told him, right, start, right from where you are. Start. Don't wait. Start from where you are. Because so many times, someone will say, oh, I, I'm going to wait to start giving my tithes and offerings to God. One time, you see, these patriarchs, I'm I'm showing you a Bible secret. Jacob was traveling. And when he was traveling, in Genesis chapter 28, notice this, Genesis chapter 28, Genesis chapter 28, he got to a place where he did not have anything. He had left his father's house with nothing. All he left with was a staff in his hand. And when he, where he got to, he did not even have a place to sleep. So he used stones for a pillow. And that night he had a, he had a visitation, but he made a statement in Genesis chapter 28, verse 20. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and keep me in this way that I am going and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I may come back to my father's house in peace then the Lord shall be my God and this stone which I have set, I have set as a pillar shall be God's house of all, that God, of all that you give me I will surely give a tenth to you so his heart it's in the right place he started out with nothing but he's saying to God whatever comes into my hand I will start right from where I am and I'm going to give attend to you and 20 years later Operating by that covenant, by the time that he left Laban's house, the person that left with only a staff was coming with sheep, goats, and God had blessed him. But he started right from where he was, when he was at zero, when he did not have anything. He said, God, if you will go with me and be with me, this is the vow that I'm making with you. Start from where you are. Start from where you are. No matter the crisis that comes, in, uh, that comes on the scene, uh, you, it's a hedge against the crisis of the day. Light will arise on your behalf. When money fails, the people of God will still continue to thrive. What is this covenant? Go with me again to the children of Israel. We are tracing this thing. Is it God God is look God wants to bless you, but he has provided a system for you to walk in the blessing. He says in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18, he says, And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is this day, that he may establish his covenant. 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 That the climate is biting hard. But God will always establish his covenant as it is this day. It doesn't matter the day that you are living in. The covenant is still strong and is still in force. In Genesis chapter 8. Thank you Lord. Genesis chapter 8. Verse 21, let's start from verse 20. Genesis chapter 8 verse 20 says, Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took of every clean animal and of every clean bed and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the lord smelled a smooth soothing aroma then the lord said in his heart i will never again cast the ground for man's sake although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth nor will i again destroy everything as i have done notice this he's saying that look this flood that came and wiped everything on the earth it is not going to be the same again there is not going to be a plague that will wipe everything out when when something comes in is introduced into the earth every man is going to have to determine what how he's going to make it or not make it in relation to the covenant so he says he goes on to say while the earth remains Sea time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. While the earth remains, these cycles are going to be in place. No plague, no crisis, no economic crisis. Nothing will come that will wipe everybody out anymore. These cycles are going to be in place. Sea time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night, shall not cease. So long as these cycles are in place, while the earth remains, and the earth remains, we are on the earth right now. We are not in space. We are here in the earth. While the earth remains this covenant is still in place thank you lord jesus i see you making it in these days and times in jesus name amen in jeremiah chapter 33 verse 20 jeremiah 33 verse 20 he says that says the Lord if you can break my covenant with the day and my covenant with the night so that there will be not day and night in their seasons then my covenant may also be broken with David my servant so he shall not have a son to reign on his throne and with the Levite the priests my ministers as the host of heaven cannot be numbered nor the son of the sea measured so will I multiply the descendants of David David, my servant and the Levites will minister to me you cannot that covenant with day and night cannot be broken as it is this day that covenant does it doesn't matter the prevale, prevailing economic crisis if you will plug into that covenant you will thrive that is what is going to make the difference in these days and times in your life he talks about abraham bringing his tithe to melchizedek the high priest in our days jesus is the high priest of our day because sometimes someone might say oh uh, titan is under the old covenant it's not in the new covenant The the truth of the matter is when we read Psalm 23, uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. We don't say that one is in the Old Testament, so we are not going to take that. Jesus is also our shepherd in the New Testament. When we find something in the Old Testament that we like, we don't say that, no, that one is under the Old Testament. Isaiah 54, verse 17 says, No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Against you shall prosper. We like that verse. It's in the Old Testament. But we don't say it's in the Old Testament. So we are leaving it there. (laughs) Psalm 91 he that dwells in the secret place of the most high god shall abide under the shadow of the almighty god a thousand will fall on my side ten thousand on the other side it will come it will not come near me we don't say that it's in the old testament so we are living it there we like it <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord oh my god <laughs> In Hebrews chapter 7, he talks about Jesus Christ as a type of Melchizedek. That is what makes Titan a blessing. That is what makes Titan a joy. In this last day, in these days, he starts from chapter 1. Stay when you get some time. Talking about Melchizedek and his relationship to Abraham. Then, then he talks about the fact that, talking about Jesus. Verse 7, he says that now beyond all contradiction, the less is blessed by the better. Verse 8, he says, here mortal men receive time, but there, not talking about Jesus, he receives them of whom it is witnessed that he lays. There he receives them. So when we give of our tithe and offerings, you may give, we may give down here, but really what we are doing is we are saying, Lord Jesus, you are the high priest of our days. We place it in our hands. When we tithe, what we are saying is we thank God, we acknowledge your goodness, your mercy, and your blessing in our lives your protection we are placing it into your hands you are the high priest of our day take our tithes and offerings and the bible says there he receives them and release the blessing on our lives hebrews is in the new testament isn't it the last time i checked it wasn't in the old testament In the name of Jesus, as you are faithful to give of your tithe and offerings, I see the blessing of God on your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. Amen. One of the blessings in in Malachi chapter 3, he says, Return, he talks about the fact that return to the Lord in verse 7 in what way are we going to return he says will a man rob god yet you have robbed me but you say in what way have we robbed you he says in tithes and offerings you are cursed with a curse you have robbed me even this whole nation bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this says the lord of hosts if i will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour you out said blessing that there will not be room to receive it. Uh, we see when, you, when Jesus received the tithes and offerings, he said, when God says you have robbed God, uh, God doesn't spend dollars. He, I, mean, he doesn't, I mean, the heaven is made of the streets of gold. He doesn't use dollars in heaven, or euros, or yen, or whatever currency. What he's saying is, it robs him of the opportunity and the fact that he wants to be a blessing to your life. He wants to release a blessing on your life when that transaction takes place, but you are robbing him of that. And instead, you are walking in the curse. Then he goes on to he, he goes on to say, "I will open for you the windows of heaven. The windows of heaven. I mean, I mean, when you get to heaven, of that you, everything that you read in the Bible is true. Uh, the, the word of God, the Bible says, is the Bible says the word of God is true. You might get to heaven and realize that some people, there are literal windows there and they have been shut. And sometimes when he rains down." The, when the windows of hope and others are open and the windows of heaven sometimes he gives you ideas He gives you thoughts. He gives you ideas to be able to be a, to be blessed and not only that to be a blessing I that so all these things are packaged for you. He wants to do it for you but he says you have robbed me Then he goes on to say Notice this he says I, he says, I will pour you such blessings. You see, the, the whole thing is about the blessing. God's desire from the beginning has, has always been for, you, for his people to be blessed and to be a blessing. Then he goes on, he goes on to say, and I will rebuild the devourer for your sakes. The devourer for your sake, so that he will not destroy. The fruit of your ground you see so, sometimes the devourer comes to devour but you see one of the secrets of, of living a blessed life is to always put God first. sometimes he comes to steal to kill and to destroy one time we were sharing a t- uh, sh- we were sharing a testimony um, and, and you see, this, this should not replace uh, regular maintenance on your car. <laughs> but one time, our, our, the, a, battery, a battery of our car uh, stopped working all of a sudden. And I said, no, this battery is, is, I mean, they went and tested it. They said the battery is gone. They said, no, this battery is going to work in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And it, it came back to life. And it ran for some time. I mean, now I have a car that, I mean, recently the battery went out and you know that this battery is gone. I, I replaced it. But at the time, I recognized that this was stealing. So someone, they had a trouble with their engine. And when they took it for, the, for it to be examined, uh, the estimate came that it was going to be thousands to, to get it fixed. Then they took it to another place. And when they checked the car, for less than a hundred dollars or so they said this is not a problem this is this, this, that the whole thing was fixed you see that is god rebuking the devourer for your sake but you see someone will say oh no matter how much god, even god even if god gives me a million i am not in today or tomorrow <laughs> Uh, this is, uh, it can buy such and such and such and such and such and such and such. One time, is the devourer, it's, it's sometimes that, that it comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. One time, a certain man went to him and said, Please use me for an example. He says, On a Sunday morning, when I was supposed to be in church, um, I was around driving my car for a, for a taxi. And he said, In the process, when I, was, when I was doing that, I parked somewhere, and I scratched somebody's car. And when I scratched it, uh, the person wasn't there. So I put my number, and, and I wrote down my number, and placed it on their windshield. And I didn't hear back for a very long time. And said after two months or so, I got, I, I got a call. From the police, and they said such and such and such and such um, has happened, and they said, "Oh, I put my number there for them to call me." And it, happened, it turned out that that when he wrote the number, he left one digit out. So, because that happened, they they classified it. They said, "They said, oh, I, I really wanted to get this thing fixed, uh, but because they said because that happened." It is classified as hit and run. And not only that, uh, he had to repair. Not only that his car, he had not only had, not only that he had to repair the other person's car. It ended up costing him it was, it was like sixteen thousand euros. He said, "If I put all my tithe together, that I was supposed to have paid, that I wasn't faithfully doing. Uh, this is this is even more." He said, I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to start being faithful uh, to God and give of my tithes and offerings. You see, the, the truth of the matter is, if you don't give it to God, the system, they're going to get away from you somehow. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may there be, oh, a desire in your heart that, no, you see, if, if, if in the natural, if you get robbed, it's a serious thing. No one likes to, no, no one likes to get robbed. Another man also, <laughs> he got a very nice car. He, when he did, uh, he said, oh, I'm, there's no way I'm going to give up my tithes and offerings to the Lord. He got, a, he got involved in an accident. And when he got involved in an accident, he came out like Superman. Nothing happened to me, to him. And he was talking to this person, and he asked him, what was he? Show? Oh, he says, my car is a new car. I got out by virtue of the airbags. I'm still not going to be faithful to give up my tithes on offerings. And in the process of time, he got in another accident. This time, I don't remember what he attributed it to. And then later on, he went to a doctor. And the doctor gave him a very negative report and put this, find out this, find out this, find out this. And he said, no, 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 I have to return back to God. I'm going to be faithful to give of my tithes and offerings. He said, Pastor, I want you to know I'm going to be faithful to give of my tithes and offerings. He was living his life, attributing his protection to airbags and to different things. But when he became very serious, uh, he said, no. This is getting too serious. You see, when we give to the Lord, it's our acknowledgement saying to you, Lord, thank you for preserving our lives. Thank you for your blessing on my life. Thank you for protecting me in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Another person heard us, heard us talking about this testimony of the body, and they said that their washing machine or something broke. And they said, No, 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 you are not stealing from us. They spoke to the washing machine. The washing machine came back to life. You are not stealing from us but you see you must get to the place where god is first in every area there is inbuilt protection in the covenant in times of an economic crisis in times of difficulty there is inbuilt protection in there and in the mighty name of the lord jesus i see god protecting his people in these days and times. I see, sometimes it will cause your money to go further than its value, even in the natural. It is all the blessing of the Lord. One moment, he said, I don't play with my tire at all. When she started, started tightening and giving offering, God started blessing her life. He says, As it is this day. As it is this day, that covenant works in all generations. If you live long enough and live the earth and Jesus as a Christ hasn't come, it will still be valid for the generation that is coming after. It is because He loves us. So our commitment to God and His kingdom is our access. To his divine favor notice what the bible says in 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 psalm 102 verse 13 thank you lord psalm 102 verse 13 he says you will arise and have mercy on zion for the time to favor her yes the set time has come for your servant take pleasure in her stones and show favor to her dust your servant take pleasure In his stones, in the dust thereof, everything that God takes pleasure in, you take pleasure in. Because you see, it's not going to get better in the earth, but for the people of God, God will always take care of his people. Malachi chapter 4 verse 1. says, For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly will be stubble, and the day which is coming shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts, that will leave them neither roots nor, ba- nor branch. Notice they use these terms, economic meltdown. You see, here he's saying that, that it will burn like an oven. <laughs> My God oh but to you who fear my name the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings and you shall go out and grow fat like fat store-fed cows <laughs> in other words when the earth is burning like an oven and all the proud All the people, all the economic aspects, when they don't know what to do, he's saying that the people of God. Oh, I like what how he puts this. He says, You shall go out and grow fat like stall-fed cows, organic cows. You will look good in the midst of when economic crisis when the earth is burning like an oven. The Son of God will arise on your behalf. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I see God arising on someone's behalf. I said I see God arising on your behalf. I see God arising on your behalf. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Your equipment will not break down. Before it's time, one doctor was testified. He said, "Oh, this nurse was just working with this ultra, ma- 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 I mean, sound machine or whatever machine they had, and all of a sudden it just broke down. Your equipment will not suffer breakdowns in Jesus' name. The earth will burn like an oven. But you see, so many times, uh, what what makes the difference when it comes to, to receiving God's provision all throughout the Bible?" You will discover that it responds to people's obedience. you get anything out of this, remember, it always responds to people's obedience. In 2 Kings chapter 4, the woman who had run out, they had going, were going to take her children away. The prophet came with an instruction, and when she obeyed, she and her household were sustained. In Luke chapter 5, same for Peter, it responded... To his obedience, one time Peter and and, and they, they needed tax money, and sometimes God will work with you through your skill. He said Peter knew how to fish. He said to him, "Go and the first fish that comes up, there is there is tax money in there." You, see, you may be working from the natural standpoint, but God will give you miracles. the always responds to people's obedience in in john chapter 21 verse 5 to 6 he said to the disciples look, they were they did not have anything he said to them cast on the right side cast on the right side cast on the right side you will get a bumper harvest. if they disobey and cast on the left side they won't get anything obedience you see it is that power that causes us to be able Jesus talked about it, and I pray you will receive this this power this morning. In the book of John chapter 10, thank you, Lord. John chapter 10, verse 18. John chapter 10, verse 18, he says, No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it again. This command I received from my father. Jesus only had one life and he knew he had to go to the cross. He said, no one is taking my life from me. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it up again. And sometimes that is what makes the difference. Power to lay it down that is what makes the difference and causes us to receive of God's best power to lay it down see there are so many people that have to hear the gospel power to hear lay down your life and your resources and your time and your treasure and to say my life is invested into the kingdom of God I have power to lay down my treasure and I have power Power to lay it down. Because sometimes that's what makes it difficult to give of our life to the Lord. To give, I mean, of our tithes, offerings, our substance, our treasure to the Lord. But this morning, receive power to lay it down. I said receive power to lay it down. Receive power to lay it down. Receive power to lay it down. down. For those that walk by the covenant, I'm speaking to somebody, uh, you, you may be struggling to pay your bills. Again, you have to watch word the words of your mouth. Moses, with all his anointing, uh, uh, he, one time, he, he kept twice, he said to God, God, just kill me. And in the process of time, it happened. One time they were stoning Stephen, and he said, Jesus, Lord Jesus, take my life. But the apostle Paul, when they stoned him, even at the point of death, he said, no way, I'm not, saying, I'm not committing my life to the, to the hands of God. Yet. I'm not ready to go yet. I'm not, I'm not saying take my, my spirit yet. But I'm talking to somebody. Maybe you are being overwhelmed with bills. Maybe when you do the calculations for the man, your grocery bill has gone up. And you don't know where the rest is going to come from. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I know a God that when you are willing to give your life into his hands and to start from where you are, God will provide for you. And not only that, now you, God will begin to use you to be a blessing to others. Sometimes when the kids are going to school, state, I mean, beginning of school, state, you take extra supplies. Whoever needs and doesn't have supply, just, just be a blessing to them. We are teaching them to start from where they are. From where you are. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, a time is coming. As you begin to cooperate with God. God will now also use you. He says, this man is blessed. He lends and gives to the poor. God will now also use you to be a blessing to the poor. But even right from where you are, you can start being a blessing to the poor. Start from where you are. Start from where you are. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says in John 22, verse 21, he says, uh, this is a key to make it. He says, now acquaint yourself with him and be at peace. Thereby good will come to you. Receive please instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. You will remove iniquity far from your tents. Then you will lay up your gold, lay your gold in the dust, or the king Jesus, lay up gold as dust, and the gold of Ophi among the stones of the brooks. Yes, the Almighty will be your gold and your precious silver. Then you will have delight in the Almighty and lift up your face to God. You will make your prayer to him and he will hear you. But he says, acquaint yourself with the Lord. As we wrap up, for you to make it in this economic crisis, in these times of crisis, the very first thing is do you have a relationship with the Lord? Acquaint yourself with the Lord and be at peace. Good will come to you. Receive his instruction. Lay up his words in your heart. You say, Pastor, I'm struggling. I don't know what to do. But it's all time. You may even say that, oh, uh, with all that is going on, that's the other side of the spectrum. I, my confidence and my trust is in my profession. It's in my career, but that can only take you so far. When it comes down to it, who do you place your trust and your confidence in? Do you have a relationship with the Lord? That is where he starts. It starts with you giving your life to the Lord and being at peace and then return to the Almighty and you will be built up, remove sin away from you, from your tent. Then these other ones come after. Where are you in your walk with the Lord? Do you know Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior? Covenant people are going to make it, but those in Egypt, Egypt is a type of the world, their farming is going to keep getting sore and sore, but those in Goshen are going to be okay. So which side are you on? Acquaint yourself with the Lord. Then good will come to you. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. you will have your delight in the almighty you see your delight you will make your prayer to him and you will hear you see you cannot walk in the blessing outside of god there is nothing like that the blessing starts with a relationship with the lord jesus christ jesus is coming soon whether you believe it or not It doesn't change anything He's coming soon. He said so. I want you to have peace. Peace cannot be bought with, with money. You need money for everyday life. But peace. Be acquaint yourself with God and be at peace. For you to do whatever you do during the day and at night, lie down and be at peace. It can only come from God. I want this peace to be yours. Are you willing to give your life to the Lord Jesus? Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Acquaint yourself to the Lord and be at peace. Before the gold and the silver, you start laying them up in the earth. You must be rich towards God first. Acquaint yourself with him and be at peace. Thereby good will come to you. Receive, please, he puts the word please, verse 22, instruction from his mouth. And lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. You will remove iniquity far from your tents. Both here online, wherever you may be, let's pray and say Lord we receive the power to obey power to lay it down in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus power to lay it down to lay down our lives for others to lay down our lives so others may hear the gospel to give of our treasure Lord in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus ah, the world may not have the solution but Lord I recognize that you have the solution In the mighty name of jesus maybe you are in debt you don't know how you are going to pay that debt committed to god that woman one instruction that she obeyed the bible says that she they were going to take her the creditors were going to take away her children credit card debt loans car loans No one will take away that house from you in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive the power to obey in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Grace to obey. In that same year, in that same year, there was a difference in the life of Isaac. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, if you are willing to cooperate with God, your finances will turn around. Talk to the Lord. Power to lay it down. Power to lay it down the devourer the destroyer will be rebuilt for your sake in the mighty name of the lord jesus the destroyer will not devour your health the destroyer will not devour your houses your cars in the mighty name of jesus the devourer in the mighty name of the lord jesus talk to the lord talk to the lord power to obey in the name of the lord jesus my god my god my god my god my god lord our heart desire is to love you with our life with our finances in the mighty name of the lord jesus ah my god my god my god my god talk to the lord in the name of jesus oh i see you making it covenant people the covenant people of god will make it in the in the land of goshen they multiply they increased. There was abundance in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. My God. My God. Lord, I pray for that one in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, that is crying out to you for provision. Wrap your arms around them. Oh, God, and thank you that you will come through for them in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In this time oh when money is failing oh my god when money is failing in the mighty name of jesus thank you that you supply all our needs according to his riches and glory in christ jesus and even as we come to the communion table today in the name of jesus father we pray over this bread And over these jews lord we pray in the mighty name of jesus that thank you that as we partake of this thank you that the blood of jesus cleanses us from all sin the same power that was at work in the life of that is at work in the life of jesus that caused him to be able to lay down his life we receive that power this morning. Thank you that there is forgiveness in the blood of Jesus. Thank you that there is protection in the blood of Jesus. Thank you that there is healing in the blood of Jesus. Thank you, oh God, for Jesus Christ. oh even as the rod of moses swallowed the rod the the the, the rod of the magician as we partake of the body and the blood of jesus may it swallow anything in our lives that is not of god let the sick be healed let the oppressed go free In the mighty name of the Lord. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk. So sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719 235